It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Ryan Muhammad with Becker's Healthcare. I'm thrilled to have with me today, Dr. Kevin Simon from Boston Children's Hospital. Doctor, it's so nice to talk with you today. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Thank you for having me. How are you? Yeah, I'm so good. Thank you so much for asking. Um, To begin, would you mind introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Yeah, so I'm Dr. Kevin Simon. I am a child and adolescent and addiction psychiatrist out of Boston Children's Hospital. Uh, I also hold the role of Chief Behavioral Health Officer for the city of Boston, originally from Brooklyn, New York. Um, But now Boston has been uh, home for the past several years. Perfect. Thank you so much. I'm in New York now, so that's very exciting. (laughs) Um, So the first question that I have for you is, what are the biggest issues you're following in healthcare in 2023? Yeah, so um, given my role and and what the society and nation have been uh, talking about, so behavioral and mental health uh, has been the biggest issues for me, uh, particularly looking at access to mental health services, access to substance use services, um, and then also how is it that we can kind of increase the number of behavioral health professionals, given that there seems to be a workforce shortage. Uh, So access, workforce shortage, and then communication efforts has, has been another issue in that there are communities and persons who need services, yet currently don't get access to the services. In part, sometimes there's a language barrier around uh, the information that is presented to them. And so, um, at least in Boston, we're trying to think about how is it that we can improve, again, communication, access, uh, and then even workforce. Perfect. Thank you so much for that insight. And for you and everything that you're doing, what is making you excited right now? And also, is there anything that's making you nervous? This is a good question. So in terms of, I'll start with nervous. So nervous, I would say, is that we have a particularly good opportunity here um, nationally to make a a particular impact on how mental health, behavioral health is perceived, um, and then also how it is actually provided. And I think what makes me nervous is not seizing the opportunity that we're in, given that the Surgeon General, President, a number of individuals uh, have identified and and mental health organizations have identified that we are in a state of crisis, particularly on the youth side. So I just think knowing that the crisis is present and there is federal funding, state funding to um, implement new programs and plans, uh, what makes me nervous is, is potentially not seizing that opportunity. And what makes me excited is just the flip side of that coin, which is to say that I think more so now than in the past decade, there is a certain amount of energy around the idea of improving mental and behavioral health, be that from the societal standpoint, so social determinants of health, um, as well as 
to the clinical bedside, I think that a lot of providers, a lot of healthcare organizations, institutions have recognized the importance of mental and behavioral health. And so even my role is new um, and, and there's a new administration within the city of Boston and the idea of having somebody who is thinking about mental and behavioral health from a public health standpoint, just alongside colleagues that think about housing, think about economics, think about arts, think about libraries. Um, to me, that, that's what's exciting about the time that we're in. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you on that last statement and everything you said about mental health. Um, and before I let you go, doctor, the last thing that I wanted to ask you is, what will the most effective healthcare leaders need in order to be successful in the next two to three years or so? Yeah, so I think in order to be the most effective, um, leadership at the highest level is going to have to do what successful leaders have always done, which is to say, how is it that we create collaborative teams? In part, there will never really ever be one person um, or even one institution to solve all of our problems. And so the more dynamic leaders are in terms of creating this um, team concept and really bring all voices to the table, um, be that from in my role, having community at the table, having persons with lived experience at the table, and, and recognizing that it can't always be a top down um, to, to solutions. I think that that's what will have healthcare executives and leaders be particularly successful in that when you have a wide array of people and organizations and stakeholders present and you let them really feel and know that their input is valued their opinions are valued, their experiences are valued. I think that's when people really feel as though they're a part of something. Um, and so a part of a culture that might be shifting. So I think those are some of the aspects that uh, would allow for a healthcare leader to be most effective in the next two to three years. Perfect. Thank you so much for the final thoughts, doctor. This has been an amazing discussion. So I want to thank you so much for coming on Becker's Healthcare, and I look forward to connecting, connecting with you again soon. Thank you so much for having me.